0: Happy Monday, even though Mondays are awful. And welcome to today's Liberty Minute, where I'll recap the biggest stories from the weekend to start out your week with what's probably horrible news. Also, because it's Monday, that means that this episode will be a little bit longer and is brought to you with the help of Blackout Coffee Company. Because Mondays require copious amounts of caffeine, and why not feed your need with their 1776 brew? To check out their coffee, you can click my link down in the description. Alright, the biggest story of the weekend, without a doubt, is that Donald Trump has been acquitted of inciting the Capitol riot. Social media was filled with people mourning what they called a destruction of our democracy, while reporters questioned Trump's lawyers about how much doctored evidence was too much, as Democrats were caught presenting photoshopped tweets and fabricated phone calls during the trial. In the end, seven Republicans split from the GOP and voted guilty in the trial. Trump won in a 57 to 43 vote, which surprised many media outlets as they just flat out hate the guy, and in their defense, his lawyers did misspell United States in two separate briefings. On Friday, the Daily Wire announced their partnership with the now-disgraced ex-Mandalorian star Gina Carano. She was fired from Disney after Twitter accused her of being anti-Semitic and transphobic, in response to an Instagram story likening today's political climate to Nazi Germany, and previous posts in which she showed support for ending the lockdowns. In the post about Nazi Germany, her point was that we shouldn't hate people for their religious or political views. After which, she was fired for her political views. Carano is now reportedly going to be working with the Daily Wire to produce and star in her own movie. The Biden administration made a very surprising move on Saturday, announcing that they are deeply concerned about the fact that China refused to hand over information on their first 174 COVID cases during an investigation by the World Health Organization. Such actions suggest that the Chinese government is engaged in a cover-up, which is unsurprising to anyone who has noticed that the country still claims to only have had 4,600 deaths and under 90,000 cases. Despite being not only patient zero, but also having the largest population in the entire world. National Secretary Advisor Jake Sullivan has demanded that China hand over their data, which is probably never going to happen. Also in Washington politicking, Deputy Press Secretary T.J. Ducklow resigned on Saturday. He had been suspended the day prior after it came out that he had threatened a political reporter who was looking to cover his relationship with another journalist. Vanity Fair had reported on the threats, saying they were made in order to try and suppress the story about Ducklow's relationship with a political reporter that had covered Biden's campaign and transition for Axios and NBC. The suspension brought questions from other press, as Biden had promised on day one to immediately fire anyone he caught being disrespectful. The promise was not to suspend them for a week without pay. Also in the news on Friday, Utah officially became a permitless carry state. That's all there is to know about that, really, short, simple, and very sweet. Japan was rocked by a 7.3 magnitude earthquake off the coast of Fukushima over the weekend. Despite the severity of the quake, Japanese meteorologists reported no danger of a tsunami, although a second earthquake could follow in one or two days. The area was the very same that experienced a nuclear meltdown 10 years ago after another earthquake and subsequent tsunami. The area is still under cleanup for that incident, but officials are reporting no major abnormalities. And finally, Cuomo Cuomo Cuomo. Things are heating up for the Governor of New York after his administration's top aide confessed last Thursday that they deliberately hid data on nursing home COVID deaths during an investigation by the Trump administration's Justice Department. Cuomo attended an Oval Office meeting on Friday on the topic of COVID relief and avoided all questions about the scandal, instead choosing to release a statement praising Biden, aka the political strategy of ass-kissing. Press Secretary Jen Secchi also avoided the topic, as she is already known to do. Meanwhile, the New York State Assembly is considering revoking Cuomo's emergency powers due to his handling of the coronavirus. The information first came out during a call between Cuomo's secretary and Democratic lawmakers. During the call, the details of which were released by the New York Post, the aide apologized to lawmakers for the political trouble it caused them, rather than the deaths, and blamed the cover-up on Trump, causing what she called political football with his investigation. Cuomo's health department had released a directive on March 25th of last year ordering COVID patients into nursing homes. Last month, it came out that the number of COVID-related deaths in New York nursing homes and adult care facilities is almost double what was previously reported. When questioned on this, Cuomo literally went on television and said, who cares? Alright folks, that's your update on the weekend's news. If you liked this video, be sure to check out my channel for longer form videos and my weekly live streams that air every Tuesday and Friday. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one.